0: Hey, welcome back to BizTalk TV. I'm your business host and guide, Michael Rager. And it's time we're going to talk about AI again with Dr. Alan Badeau. Alan, how are you today?
1: Great, Michael, how are you doing?
0: Again, like I said earlier, I'm nowhere near as good as you because you're sitting down there in Key West. So I'm going to do my best to see if I can become as good as you. All right, man, we're going to talk a little bit about AI and CRMs. So how do we go about and... um, use ai to help us you know with our customer segmentation in our crm systems
1: yeah that's a great great question you know the that's what makes ai so so powerful from a business perspective because you know its ability to actually look through and really try to identify different attributes of your customers that you as a a person may not be able to see is is a huge advantage for folks that are using this you know things like Demographics, location, uh, purchase history is uh, is a huge one, right? That's why Alexa gives you uh, suggestions on what you should buy and when you should buy it, and it's that time to buy type uh, type thing, as well as even you know browsing behavior and things that you watch on TV. And the you know there are so many different algorithms that you can leverage to to accelerate that and really to accelerate your interactions. With your customers is is key. You know, being able to give them the right amount of information, especially information that they want to see, is is very important. And you know, I, I know we all have seen in the past where we get these automated emails, and of course they they're they're saying, "Hey, uh, Doctor Bedeau, uh, are you interested in AI?" Well, clearly that customer or that uh, salesperson didn't go out and look at anything about me, and now with AI you can you can do those sort of things. And so if you use it the right way, it gives you a huge advantage.
0: Yeah, I, I love the 150 messages I get on LinkedIn every day trying to sell me exactly what I do. And you know, yeah. gotta love it, gotta love it. So that's, let's talk about this about right. engagement, you know, so we got we've got AI, we're making that connection. How do we use it to continue and move on in engagement with a with a potential prospect?
1: Yeah, it, depending on what your CRM system does, uh, some of them, some of the more expensive ones, but they're, they're excellent systems, will actually guide you through that now, yeah. which is really powerful. But if you don't have those kind of systems, you can use tools like you know, ChatGPT, for instance, to tell you what you should do what you should say uh, how you should engage what those next steps are you can even ask it to do a uh, a business plan or a marketing campaign for you and so as long as you are uh, asking the questions and driving through those and and tracking them appropriately inside of your crm tool it's 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 actually very easy to use now
0: yeah i i know i love it we've Afa Rocha was on earlier. She's, she's the one who got me really looking into AI, and uh, one of my business coaches, a guy named Mike McMahon, really had me start looking at it. And we use AI a lot now in our marketing and what we're trying to do, because I know what I want to say, but for me to sit down and write it is going to take forever, you know And, and having the ability to have something help me, you know, take it out of my head and move it, And then especially the, one of the softwares I use helps me, you, know, pick a, one of my favorite copywriters and I can write it in there. Their tone and that stuff. So it's it's really helpful in that way. And how else can we use it to, to you know really go deeper into customer uh, engagement?
1: Yeah. So one of my areas of research over the last few years is around using what we call animated personas, AI animated personas. And so I've I've got some proprietary algorithms and things that I've developed over time that allow me to take an AI um, agent and really give it 27 to, to 50 different traits. And then I can feed it different sorts of, of information, meaning I can, I can say that it only gets its newts from one source, it's a risk averse. It's got a college degree from, you know, pick a university and it makes this amount of money and I can go all the way down through. And then as I feed it that kind of information, I'm training it to respond in a way that either can be representative of my customer it can be representative of my competitor, which is just as important sometimes, uh, depending on what your what your goals are. And as you start to group those more and more and more, then you can start to ask it questions. If I offer this service, what are my customers going to think about that? If I raise my prices by five percent, what are my customers going to think about that? And they will give you feedback to say that's not a good idea. We're going to stop. Uh, we're going to stop our. Um, you know, our online uh, purchase of, of those types of uh, products. That's very powerful, both for the user as well as the uh, the, the salesperson.
0: Now, that's interesting because I think one of the hardest things for people to realize is they actually have to train the EI, the AI to respond in the way you do it. And, and I know as I've been using it, I don't know. I, I treat it like as I'm having a conversation with you. I'm just like asking a question saying, oh, wow, I really like that. That was great. How can you do this a little bit more and move that? And when we get it going that way, I'm worried about... As I'm asking it to do that yeah and 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 that is a
1: that's a huge huge topic right now i have you know from from my perspective what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to see where those moral and ethical bounds are and i try to break it every single day i have 50 different uh you know uh, licenses that i'm using there's well over 120 right now that you can go out there i stopped at 50 but i'm trying to push the boundaries to see you know if i put this sentence in what's going to happen? What kind of response is it going to, to give me? Because, you know, we haven't hit that point yet. And everybody's rushing to, to use some of these tools. We still don't quite know and understand how or when uh, they are going to go off the rails. And from a security perspective, I tell folks, you know, if you have kids, you know, it's it's important that they understand how to use it and use it the right way. But don't put any personal information in there. Don't don't say, um, you know, what's Alan Badeau's, uh bio look like, you know, to, to chat GPT. One, it hasn't been trained on it, probably. Two, uh, it's 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 stale, uh, more than likely. And three, I just put in, you know, different sorts of uh, information in there that I don't want anybody else to use to train their models. And, and so we've seen some of the ramifications over in Europe with GDPR and you know, Italy backing off, allowing uh, folks that are under uh, 13 to be able to use it and and those sort of things. And we are really at an infancy right now in understanding the ethical uh, issues that that could arise. I have a whole presentation on how I can get it to uh, do things that are exceptionally unethical. And I try to warn people that if you see something like this, this is a possibility of what can happen. So you need to you know, divert its attention and, and take it somewhere else.
0: Well, that was going to be one of my next questions for you. You know, so your your job is to go out there and break it and see where it's going to go. What's some of the weirdest things you've seen it do?
1: Well, I uh, I work with it every day, just like you do. Right? I, you know, when I'm when I'm giving presentations, I I I feel guilty that I don't allow it to introduce itself because it's part of the presentation, <laughs> right? And so, you know, I have it I have it doing programming. It's writing code for me. I have it. Um, you know, checking my network cybersecurity type uh, proactive things. But there are, there are times where, you know, you can jailbreak it. You can do some other things with it. But for instance, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I I was having it program, uh, some uh, Python code and in the middle of the Python code was the Nestle chocolate chip cookie recipe. So it gave me (laughs) Python code, Python code, Python code, chocolate chip cookie recipe and Python code. And I was like two eggs. Why is it saying two eggs? Why is it, why does it need a a cup of milk? You know? And so that's when something happened, something went a little crazy, and it's done that. Now, there are other things I've got some jailbreaks that I've done where I can get it to uh, respond when there are no filters, uh, you know, on and some of the things that it says are, are exceptionally interesting, especially when you ask it about ethics. So maybe that's a, maybe that's a demo I can give some sometime later on in the future but you know there are some things that you can get these to do these models to do that uh, are, are very unexpected
0: I remember one of the first things I did with it I asked it to write me a blog post to say should I trust somebody that writes a blog post using AI and they couldn't actually write that article themselves and it was a very interesting blog post I should have I should have put it out there but it it's it, it's, it's interesting. So were you just thinking of cookies when it did this or were you hungry at the time?
1: No, I, I was not hungry at the time. However, you know, I'm, I'm developing a, an application and it's passing cookies between the back end of my code to the front end of the code and it's passing cookies, uh, you know, security cookies in between. And for some reason, it's <laughs> all cookies and it wrote me a chocolate chip cookie recipe. That's the only thing that I can think of that, uh, that would lead it down that path.
0: Oh, that's, that's amazing. I, it, it scares me, like you said, about writing introductions for yourself. And I, you know, one of my favorites, when I used to introduce myself, is you know, people, I, I really got a master's degree in trout biology. So why am I talking about business? And my dad was a cop and my mom was a bartender. So I learned a lot of interesting things growing up, you know, trust me, <laughs> you know, trust me. So if, if people want to get better and they want to learn how to use this tool properly and, and really move and, and, you know, pick somebody like yours brain, how do they, how do they go about getting a hold of you and uh, what kind of things you want to help people with?
1: Yeah, they can, they can come to my website, uh, leave me a message on the website, send me an email. My email is out there more than happy to respond to, you know, as many as I can. I, I, I give about, uh, you know, uh, 15 to 20 of these every month or so, but I've done about 75 over the last three months. But I get I I get a lot of emails that say, you know, what should we do with our kids? How can we make sure that we're watching our kids? What are some fun exercises to do? And I'll I'll send out some exercises for folks to be able to uh, to leverage these tools and and bringing it back around even to to the CRM systems. You never know which tool is going to be uh, best for you and what your goals are, so I encourage people to try more than one tool. I have 50. Don't do 50. Keep it at about three, four, maybe five. But you'll start to see as you interact with those tools more, this one might be a little bit better for this type of exercise, whereas a different one may, uh, you know, help you get to your get to your, your your end goal significantly faster. So that's the the big driver around that.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome, Alan. man. Thanks a lot. This has been great. And again, I can't wait till we get deeper into this. I think there's going to be some really great things and really you know, ways we're going to help business people really understand this tool and how it's going to help them grow and help, help them make more profits and you know, really do the right thing in business. So thanks a lot, Alan.
1: Yep. Thank you, Michael.
0: All right. I will be in Key West. I do promise you that. So uh, this is Michael Rager, your business guide here on BizTalk TV. We'll be back with more right after this.